With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real would smoke real and you could tell so why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff that's right and if you're looking to upgrade any meal any meal try right brand bacon that's called right brand bacon you won't regret it experience bacon the right way 56 percent of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications this according to an express employment professionals harris poll survey The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in. Stay a while. We'll check in with the 49ers. A lot to talk about with the 49ers. Third pick overall, and do they have their man? I believe they've been locked in on Mac Jones all along. I do think that maybe there are other people in the building who are trying to convince Kyle Shanahan. Trey Lance is the man. Time's running out. Niners are on the clock. Fans and media having a lot of questions for the Niners when they traded the three first-round picks and a third pick to the Dolphins to move up to number three. And we assume that they had their guy in mind. Yesterday, Kyle Shanahan addressed the media. I don't think he cleared up anything. He said there were five quarterbacks he would be comfortable with. He was also asked about Jimmy Garoppolo, if Jimmy would be on the team this Sunday. And Coach Shanahan had this to say. Can you say with certainty that Jimmy Garoppolo will be on the roster on Sunday? Um, I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive Sunday. So I can't guarantee who will be on our roster on Sunday. So that goes for all of us. Well, he's right about that. I mean, there's no guarantees. But he said that uh, who knows if any of us will be alive. Uh, The whole press conference uh, wasn't that dark and mysterious, but that was sort of kind of ominous what he had to say. Let's pray for Jimmy Garoppolo that he does make it to Sunday. But they made it clear the Niners probably are not going to show their hand before the draft. And it's pretty incredible to think you would mortgage a chunk of your future without being certain which player you're going to take. I think they know who they're going to take. Stranger things have happened at draft time. You have to hand it to Shanahan and the Niners. Unless somebody leaks it, the Niners are giving fans pretty good reason to tune in on Thursday night. Shanahan was also uh, you know, forthcoming, at sort of, with uh, he doesn't want the league to know what they're doing at the top. You don't want the whole league knowing exactly what you're set on four days before the draft. And we also care about a lot of people that have been involved in this. I mean, we got to know a lot of people and stuff. And those are the type of questions like narrowing it down or who's been eliminated or things like that, that one, 
I don't know if I want the league to know. I don't think it necessarily helps. And that's why we really, no one's really going to know whether we know or not until we pick. And that's kind of what we're comfortable keeping it at. And I get that. I understand that, that you don't have to tell anybody anything. But I'm curious about Jimmy Garoppolo, what his future is. You want a first-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. You're not going to get a first-round pick, I believe, and I've been told it's a second-round pick. Is there any demand for Jimmy Garoppolo? Because I haven't heard any. Because the money is not going to work. If you have somebody who's close to 30 years of age making that kind of money, it doesn't make sense anymore in the NFL. And it doesn't take long for teams to move on. Mitchell Trubisky, believe it or not, will go down as one of the better quarterbacks in Bears history. Winningest. I mean, he did win games when he was their quarterback. They moved on. Uh, The Jets, you know, they didn't see enough with Sam Darnold, but they didn't give him a chance. The Rams moved on from Jared Goff. The Eagles move on from Carson Wentz. You know, I think this is a make-or-break year for Baker Mayfield. I'm assuming it's going to be a make, but I want to see one more year. If I'm the Browns, before I invest $100 million, you can replace and it's cheaper. It doesn't crush you financially when you take a quarterback up high. Even if Mac Jones doesn't work out, it's not crushing. You got the draft capital there, and you know you still have a quarterback with Jimmy Garoppolo, or you go back into the hopper again and try to get another quarterback. You got a wave of quarterbacks. You got seven quarterbacks who have a chance to make rosters, maybe more this year. And then next year, there's another wave of quarterbacks. That's why I still don't know what the Packers are doing with Jordan Love. Because if he's that great, then I move on from Aaron Rodgers. You don't know what he is. And if I said to the Packers, although they would never answer this, I'm going to give you a do-over. Draft night. You're on the clock. Who are you taking? Because I can't believe that they would take Jordan Love again. you got Rodgers this year and Rodgers next year. Then Jordan Love. You don't even get the benefit of that rookie contract. I wonder if Aaron Rodgers will be there after this year. And, and I, I only say that because I had somebody tell me, and I've told you this, who said they would be shocked if Aaron is there after this next season. Not because he can't still play, but the Packers have got to make a decision here. Like, what do you do with Jordan Love? And that's going to happen. Not all these quarterbacks are going to succeed. In fact, the odds are you're probably going to have half of them succeed. Like, who's going to be great? Who's going to be very good? Who's going to be good? How many of these quarterbacks will be on different teams in five years? Trevor Lawrence, I would bet, would not be on another team. I don't know about Zach Wilson. I don't know about Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. I I don't know. But it feels like that's the new trend. We've seen enough. We didn't get enough. Rams went to a Super Bowl. Niners went to a Super Bowl. Time to move on. Now, the Rams went with somebody that you can bring in right away as an upgrade in Matthew Stafford. The Niners already have Jimmy Garoppolo, but he can't stay healthy. And imagine if you had Jimmy Garoppolo and Jimmy, well, you wouldn't have moved up as high as they did, but who you could probably be getting to help your team and and get an immediate starter for a team that had a lot of injuries and could easily go back to the Super Bowl. But there's a lot of drama. 
Still a lot of uh, misinformation that will surface this week. And I hope to give you a little more clarity. Uh, I talked to my source, who is the first person, you know, that, well, I reported it, but he gave me the information that the Niners were taking Mac Jones, but there are some people in the, in the building who like Trey Lance. And my source said yesterday when I said, are the Niners still taking Mac Jones? And he said, yes. But there are still people in the building who like Trey Lance. This is Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. It, Kyle Shanahan cl- can't play the position, but he'll bring in somebody that he feels like he's playing the position, if that makes sense to you. He, he knows exactly what the quarterback is going to do. He doesn't need somebody to improvise. You know, you know Kirk Cousins succeeded under him. Matt Ryan succeeded under him. Jimmy Garoppolo succeeded under him. I think that Kyle Shanahan feels like I get my guy and I'm going to be able to program him. And I think that's what he's going to have with Mac Jones. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Chris Sims has his mock draft. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Kyle Pitts. Bengals take Jamar Chase. Devontae Smith goes six. Penny Sewell goes to the Lions. Washington trades up. Washington trades up to get Trey Lance. This according to Chris Sims. Guess who takes Justin Fields in the first round? Because you have to wait a long time before Justin Fields' name will come off the board. Ooh, I was going to guess the Patriots because of Sims' connection. You may go Patriots. Nope. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 32 <laughs> taking Justin Fields. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Jalen Waddell going to New England. Uh what else is in here? Patrick Sertan going to Dallas. Yeah, that's no surprise. Uh, but Fields at the end of the first round. I'm still waiting. I'm missing something here with Justin Fields. Now, I don't think it's just he has epilepsy, but like I, I, I'm guessing he had epilepsy when, you know, he faced Michigan and, you know, had somebody, Clemson, he had epilepsy when he had uh, that game. Yeah, McLevin. I'll bet five pies to the face that he goes before 32. I bet 25 pies to the face. That's In fact, the- I'll do a pie to face he doesn't get out of the top 10 if anyone wants to do that. Whoa, here. okay. Who wants yeah. some act? Now, by the way, I have a pie coming to the face on Friday because we have a bet with Trevor Lawrence. I said Trevor Lawrence three years ago would not go number one overall. Wait, but are you sure the Jags aren't smoke screening? Well, it could be on Friday. Either you or me is getting a pie to the face. Yes, Eden. I'm I'm interested in the 25 pies bet. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to take 25 pies. <laughs> does anybody want a piece of McLovin's bet there that Justin Fields does not slip out of the top 10? I'll go eight. I'll give it eight just to make it more interesting. Wow. Eight and a, eight and a, eight and a half is the over-under Justin Fields. Seton? How about, Andrew, for every pie, every pick <laughs> that he's off, you get one more pie. Does anybody Done. want a piece of that from, from nine on? Anybody want a piece of McLovin that Justin Fields goes eight or lower? 
or is it higher? Yes. So, so Andrew's taking one through eight. He's yep. got one through eight. All right. So maybe it's like uh, you get a pie for each one that you're off, right? So if he was to say go first overall, which obviously isn't going to happen, I would get eight pies. Yes. And then if he goes seven yeah. or eight, I'll only get one. Yeah. But then once he passes that, Andrew starts stacking up pies yeah. the later he goes. Yeah. Yep. I'm in. Okay. I'm 100% in. I love it. Now I have reason to watch the Let's draft. Oh, <laughs> Yes, Paulie. Carolina's got the eighth pick. It's hard to picture them passing on Justin Fields. And if they do decide to pass, they could trade with just about anybody who's interested. So eight and a half is a great call there. Mm. Yeah. Remember, uh, Seton and I, of course, had the most famous draft bet. Was that... Manti Teo. Yeah, Manti Teo. Oh. That was and, fun. And we were at the draft. Me, Seton, and Paul were sitting there just sweating it at the end of the first round. Because all these linebacker needy teams, I said he'd go in second. Seton said he'd go in the first. And, like, there's all these teams, and it was chaos. But I do like the difference, the differential between where he goes and how many pies. The sliding scale. Ooh. Sliding pie scale is fun. Yes, Todd. Is this Chris Sims mock draft where he, he thinks they should go or where he would take them? Because up until recently, he had Trevor Lawrence behind. Zach Do you have his number? I, I will tell Why you. Why don't you text right him? But wasn't didn't he always have Zach Wilson ahead of Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, no, but no. this is a mock draft. It's not his rankings. This is what he thinks is going to happen. Yeah, but you can text him. How about you know do some reporting there, back row? Yes, Paul. Sims quarterback rankings. He does have Zach Wilson ahead of Trevor Lawrence. He also has Kellen Mond of A and M ahead of Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Mm. And those are Sims quarterback rankings. Mm. He's got a pretty good recent you know, track record here. Is he a mock drafter, though? He's a great evaluator. I, don't, I have to check his mock draft rankings. Because some guys are good. <laughs> they, you know, they, there's a lot of sites that track your mock drafts. It's really obnoxious. I also saw this with Ian Rappaport uh, hash, or, uh, at Rapsheet. Uh, running backs. The, uh, most teams have uh, Najee Harris, uh, Travis Etienne, and uh, Javante Williams from North Carolina is the top three. Most teams believe Harris is gone by 24. The Steelers will take him. Uh, if he's gone, uh, could be Williams. Uh, Etienne is the most NFL-ready passing running back. Whatever that. I think it's pass-receiving running back. Yeah, McLovin. So it's like running backs, like another receiver in a way in today's yeah. NFL, like Alvin Kamara. That yeah. makes sense. That, well, I think they compare Etienne to uh, Alvin Kamara. That seems like a smart guy to draft for that skill I would want. Yes, Bowling. 20 years ago, Travis Etienne would probably be a top 10 pick. He'd be like Reggie Bush, and yeah. he'd be valued at a top 10 guy. Yeah. But just the devaluing of the running back, Travis Etienne would probably be top of the second round. Carl in Arizona leads us off this morning. Carl, good morning. What is on your mind? And welcome to the program. Hey, Dan and Danitz. Hey, uh, don't suck at back row. Suck at Carl. Uh, my question to the entire room is, if you could be in any one draft room, any one war room, what team would it be and why? I'd have to look at who has the uh, most first-round picks. Thank you, Carl. I mean, I'd always be curious with the Patriots because – they never let you behind the scenes. By the way, did Carl sound like Darren Ravel? A little bit. Yes, McLovin. Do the Patriots even have a war room? Because isn't it famous that Belichick <laughs> doesn't let anyone in except like him and that his, other guy? His dog. His dog and uh, the guy who's with the Texans now. Um, 
you know, the uh, Casario. Yeah. Was, they don't even let, like, the other scouts talk to him. It would be interesting just to be at Bill Belichick's home in the Cape or wherever it is, and I just get to sit there, you know, just cracking some beers while, you know, he's on the phone with people trying to make moves. Did everyone try and tell you that you would like him and he's funny? It never fails. Anybody who's played for Belichick or they've been around him, they're like, you would love him, man. He's got a great sense of humor. I said, I'll never find that out. I'm I'm a member of the media. I'll never find that out. Unless he was a member of the media and I was on some pregame show and he was part of the team. But I'm I'm never going to. I'm going to miss out on that. That I'll never truly understand or be able to enjoy Bill Belichick's sense of humor. Oh, you're really missing out on a lot. This is a show that I'd like to propose. Beers with Belichick. I could have random people get to have beers with Belichick. And then I would sneak in Brady in one of the episodes. (laughs) So beers with Belichick and Brady. Yes, Todd. I think that's a fabulous idea. And then he's got to make sure that, uh, you know, Belichick's got to wear the uh, latest ring that he just got from the Buccaneers at the end of the episode. Brady would just slip it on Belichick's finger, let him walk around with it for a few minutes. Even though he's got plenty of it. No, own. no. That would never happen. He'd have to agree to do that. No. Wait. This is why Belichick doesn't like the media because of things like that that you just. Now, said. would we get a chance to see his personality in this show, or he would just? No, be no, no! Don't and... try to salvage what you just said. That was stupid. Uh, Mo in Arizona. <laughs> Wait, is this a new policy? Yes. Oh, when he that, says something stupid, that's a galactic change. Yeah, then. he can't follow up and oh, that, try to salvage something stupid. That's a big new rule. Yes, uh, Mo in Arizona. Or, Hi, Mo. <laughs> Morning, Dan Darnett. Uh, shout out to uh, Chip and Larry. Hang in there, guys. Uh, it's going to get downhill from here. Um, so I got uh, I have a conspiracy theory. What if Shanahan is going to get Kyle Pitts? Just keep in mind, like, okay, let's say he's got Kittle over here. No, no, no. I brought it up yesterday, Mo. I, I said well, I know, but I'm just saying, but like, it's not crazy. I, I, I really, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm following your conspiracy mm. theory. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think that's where they're going. Wait, wait, your conspiracy the keep... theory is my conspiracy theory. Yeah, so we're on the same page, brother. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. But we're there. Thank so you, Mo. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 you I, I could see if they were that confident in Jimmy Garoppolo, and you thought Kyle Pitts was one of those, you know transcendent, transformational, once-in-a-generation type tight ends, and you added him with George Kittle with all the weapons that they have on that team. And the Niners have made some great draft picks. When you think about Kittle, uh, Fred Warner, they, they've made really good picks. But the last time they were up this high, after they made the Trubisky deal, they took Solomon Torres. Uh, Thomas, he's not on the team anymore. And at the time, and I did love him, he was considered a safe pick. But you just had this palace coup with the Bears, and they wanted to go up and get Mitchell Trubisky. And you took Solomon Thomas out of Stanford, and you whiffed. Can't whiff this time around because you went up. You're using what you got from the Bears, basically, to go up here to get Mac Jones. And Mac Jones can't turn out to be Mitchell Trubisky. Although, if you look at what Mitchell Trubisky did in his career with his one-loss percentage, it's pretty impressive. 
For the Bears, by the way. Pretty impressive. Uh, let's see. Uh, Colin in Wisconsin. Hey, Colin, then we'll take a break. Hi, DP. First time, long time. Uh, 5'10", 200. Uh, just chiming in on the Jordan Love talk. Uh, and as a Vikings fan, I'd love to hear about the potential missteps of my rival, but... Uh, I don't think it had anything to do with all of them thinking Aaron Rodgers would take a step back. I think it was health. I don't think they ever expected him to stay healthy. I figured they thought for sure they'd see Jordan Love get some time and they'd be able to assess. So, you know, that's kind of where I see that decision coming from. All right. Well, thank you, Colin. What, uh, you know, you had this the uh, separated shoulder or the broken collarbone that he suffered against the Vikings, Aaron Rodgers. But how many games has Aaron Rodgers missed in his career? How many has he missed in the last, like, three or four years? Do you remember the year he won the Super Bowl? He had a string of concussions and missed the end of the season and came back. Yeah. And I've never heard him talk about concussions or have one ever since. No, you're right. But did he lose the uh, entire season, lost the entire season when he had separated his shoulder uh, with that injury? Was it Anthony Barr who tackled him? Yeah, that was not good for the Packers. Yeah, yeah. that was 2017. He played seven games that year. Okay. And he came back the next year. For him, for Rodgers, 2018 and 2019, he started 16 games. He threw 25 touchdowns and 26 touchdowns. By far the worst run of his career going back to you know, when he got started. But then he came back last year with 48 touchdowns and 71%. And five Very picks. few missed games, Dan. You were right. He's not missed a lot. Yeah, that's why I don't, like I, I don't get the Jordan Love love. I, I just don't. Because the timing of it, is if you said you were taking Jordan Love now, or you were taking him next year, you had that opportunity. Then, then I at least understand it. And you might say, well, Aaron Rodgers had subpar seasons, and but they were thirteen and three, <laughs> and they were trying to change the philosophy of the offense that they wanted to be more like the Forty ers than they did, you know, when Rodgers was MVP the first time around. And then you take a running back in round two. Like, they didn't do anything to really help him offensively. But Jordan Love is there. And the question is, at what point do the Packers go, we have to see if he can play because you have to take advantage of that rookie contract. As crazy as that may sound. Like, you're almost waiting for Aaron Rodgers to fail to then you can insert Jordan Love into the lineup. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I guess it's it's apples and oranges, but a generation ago in 92, Denver did this with John Elway. They took Tommy Maddox out of UCLA when he slipped in the draft, and he sat on their bench for a few years. Yeah. And they just kind of jettisoned him. And you I, know what? Elway and Reeves, I don't know if their relationship ever recovered from that when they decided to take Tommy Maddox out of UCLA. All right, we'll take a break. We'll check in with the 49ers. More phone calls coming up. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Have you heard of phone account takeover? I had not, but this is why I have LifeLock, because they inform me of what is happening with cybercrime and identity theft. This happens when cybercriminals will trick your phone company to assign your number to a new SIM card or move your number to a new carrier. And this may allow cybercriminals to access online bank accounts, credit cards, and more. That's why it's great to have LifeLock, because you want to protect what's yours finances, credit card, your reputation. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they'll send you an alert. You have access to a dedicated restoration specialist 
if you become a victim. No one could prevent all identity theft or monitor transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code's Patrick, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Go to lifelock.com, promo code Patrick for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. 
only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond. From their customization options, cutting-edge tech, to their five-star sales service financial support crew mercedes-benz vans built equipped engineered to be ready for anything go that extra mile taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today did we settle on our poll question mclovin i actually put up just for fun is kyle shanahan being too smart for his own good and 74 percent said yes that's a great segue into our next guest eric branch the 49ers beat writer for the san francisco chronicle uh, let me start with Kyle Shanahan. Wait, what's the local opinion of of Sh- uh, Kyle and his uh, his personality? Well, I think the the local opinion has been very positive. You know, great offensive play caller, kind of this quarterback whisper. However, uh, I think Thursday night uh, the narrative could change dramatically, um, and I think a lot of people will be a little apoplectic if it if it is Mac Jones. Yeah, but it feels like he knows who his guy is, though, Eric. Like that, I don't think you make this deal going. Hey, there's three guys up there that we may like. I mean, that's that's a that's a big commitment. It's like buying an engagement ring and saying, "Hey, there are a lot of women out there that I might give it to." Like that, you you don't you don't do that with the draft. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, I really thought when they made this trade, they at that point they'd had over two months to investigate you know, presumably these three guys, uh, you know, heavily. And, you know, there's only so much you can do. I mean, was there really going to be this significant shift after the second pro day for Justin Fields or the same for Trey Lance? Were they going to uncover something in a Zoom meeting that said, oh, my gosh, you know, let's say it was Mac Jones that they traded up to number three for. Oh, my gosh, what he just did on the board in this Zoom meeting makes me reconsider everything, and it's not Mac Jones. So, yeah, I, I mean, obviously there's so much smoke around Mac Jones. I feel like, you know, based on not Kyle Shanahan whispering in my ear, but I, I feel like, you know, just putting it all together, it will be Mac Jones. And um, I just have a hard time believing that this last month where they were able to do more investigating changed change that at all. Why is Mac Jones Kyle Shanahan's kind of quarterback? Well, so Mac Jones, you know, as we all know, he's the type of pocket passer that, you know, Kyle has preferred and worked with, you know, whether because he drafted, you know, a Kirk Cousins in the fourth round, inherited Matt Ryan, traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. That is his type of quarterback. And for, for Shanahan, it is all about can you deliver from the pocket? Can you follow the instructions? Can you find the open man? And that is priority A, B, C, and D. 
And so if you can do other stuff, that's wonderful. You know, if the left tackle, you know, falls down and you've got to go make a play as a quarterback and, and save the day, if Kyle makes a bad play call against a blitz and, you know, you can get out of danger and salvage it, wonderful. But that is all secondary to doing the job from the pocket. And so if you trade two first-round picks and a third-round pick, you know, Matt Jones cannot be Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kyle has to view him as a pocket-passing machine. I mean, he has to be, in, in Kyle's view, you know, it, it's a bit much to, you know, invoke a, a, a Drew Brees, a Hall of Famer, you know, but he has to, you know, Kyle has to believe he must have that type of potential. So that's who Kyle wants, the type of quarterback Kyle wants. And if Trey Lance or Justin Fields, he views them as like, you know, I see that or I can see how they can develop into that pocket passer. That's who I want. Um, but if he knows that he has that in Mac Jones, I would think that's why he's he's been sold on Mac Jones. What's Jimmy Garoppolo's future? Well, I asked uh, Kyle, you know, yesterday, uh, they had their pre-draft Zoom meeting, uh, Kyle and John Lynch. Will Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, can you say with certainty Jimmy Garoppolo oh, wait, will be wait, on the wait. Let me, let me play that. I didn't know that that was you, Eric. So uh, yeah, I, I would, here's, I was, here's Eric's question yesterday to uh, Kyle Shanahan. Can you say with certainty that Jimmy Garoppolo will be on the roster on Sunday? Um, I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive Sunday, so I can't guarantee who will be on our roster on Sunday. So that goes for all of us. Getting a lot of play today there, Eric, with that question and that answer. Yeah, you didn't know you didn't know you're going to have a big star. No, uh, I did not. You know, I, I did not. But <laughs> did anybody follow up and say, hey, Coach, hypothetically, if Jimmy is still alive on Sunday, assuming he's alive here, like, um, we, what's Jimmy's future there? Well, I hope you have your will prepared and everything, just in case, Dan. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, Jimmy's future, you know, Kyle did go on to say, you know, that they're going to have a rookie quarterback. It's a wonderful position for them to be in. You know, Jimmy's won big games in the past when he's been healthy. Um, he's a proven quarterback. And, and so that's great insurance. Um, however, if he's not going to say with certainty he's not going to be traded during the draft, then you know, I, I would think they're going to be picking up the phone when whoever it is. Is it the Broncos? He's got a great John Lynch has a uh, very close relationship with John Elway. Um, you know, obviously the Patriots uh, don't think they're going to be, you know, content to just roll with Cam Newton. So it wouldn't be surprising. However, I think they'd still have to be blown away because I really do. They're sincere in thinking we do have a great insurance plan. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo could obviously be the, the best backup in the NFL and the 49ers, it's not like they're, you know, a bottom feeder, you know, team with the number three pick. They are a team with, you know, I think legitimate contending, if not Super Bowl aspirations. And so, you know, if it's Mac Jones, if it's Trey Lance, if it's Justin Fields, if they show they're not ready or if they get in and then they struggle, then it's like, okay, well, we still have Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, they don't really have another viable potential starter you know, in the quarterback room right now. So it would be like, okay, if this rookie struggles, it's uh, Josh Rosen. Um, it, that, there's a difference there. If the fans were drafting on Thursday, who would the 49er fans take? 
You know, I th- you know, I'm basing this off social media, um, and uh, but I, I think overwhelmingly it would be Justin Fields, um, <laughs> and I think that's just because I think there are concerns with Trey Lance because it's you know you can't play Western Illinois, uh, you know, in the NFL. He hasn't played a game since you know he's played one one start since January 2020. Um, so I think everyone likes him. No one, there wouldn't be. Uh, revolting uh, if he was picked. However, I think just because Justin Fields, he's played at a big time program. He's had the production. Um, he's, he's done it from the pocket. Obviously he's dynamic more so than Mac Jones, obviously. So uh, I, I really think Justin Fields would be the pick. And of course uh, there's been reports uh, by notable national, uh, at least one notable national figure saying the person that they will not take is Justin Fields. So um, well, it should be fun there, Eric. I And I look forward to Kyle Shanahan's press conference after the first round. You know, I hope we're all live to uh, to hear that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's no guarantee, Eric. Just remember that. I'll, I'll wait for your next question for Kyle Shanahan. Well, yeah, thank you. I, didn't, I wasn't expecting that response, but it was, I guess it was an artful dodge. Or maybe it was a very dark dodge by, by Kyle. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was artful at all, but uh, uh, have fun on Thursday there, Eric. Thank you for joining us. All right. I appreciate it. Take care, Rip. That's uh, Eric Branch, the 49ers beat writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. Yeah, it wasn't exactly an artful dodge there. He's like, really? Yes, Eden. I love that he said, you didn't know you were having a big star on today, huh? (laughs) Hell of a booking. That's great. Yeah. We didn't even know that that was his question being asked there. Todd. It kind of just fell in our lap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott in Tampa. Hey, Scott, what's on your mind today? Well, based on a question we, we were answering earlier, what war, what war room would you rather spend time in based on the food or the spread that they're going to have during the day? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I guess Kansas City would be a good place to go, but uh, thank you, Scott. Yes, Paul. I'm going to New Orleans Saints all day. I don't know. What, I don't even know what draft pick yeah. they have. I don't even know if they have a draft pick, <laughs> but their spread's going to be awesome. Well, you still have COVID restrictions on the number of people in the war rooms coming up. Yeah, McLevin. What if they had cheesesteaks in Philly? Who's down with that? No. Cheesesteaks are amazing. They're so overrated. Oh, now I know you don't like the Eagles fans, and that's understandable, but cheesesteaks. It's not all Eagles fans. It's just the ones that were within close proximity to our broadcast uh, when we were there in Philadelphia a couple of years ago during the playoffs. Uh, it's pretty much all Eagles fans. <laughs> Trust me, the whole building is like that. And they were okay when I was on the podium handing out the Super Bowl trophy to... Well, actually, when you think about it, you did have a very drunk celebrity trying to get on there from Philly, so... When, uh, who was it? The, Kevin, Hart. Kevin Hart. Oh my God. It, this, how loud he was considering it's after the Super Bowl, and I can hear him. I don't know it's him at the time. I can hear him yelling that he wants to be on the podium to, you know, be up there with the uh, Eagles when they get the Super Bowl trophy. And he's trying to get past security and giving me, you know, who I am. And I, I didn't even realize, I saw Kevin Hart after I handed out the trophy and went down off the stage. I didn't know it was Kevin Hart who was yelling, don't you know who I am? And I, I, I need to get up there. And I realized afterwards that that was Kevin Hart. Yeah, Paul. I, I see, we had, when we had Kevin Hart on, he told the story. He's like, 
I don't remember everything. He goes, so I had to watch the, He said he had to watch his own video back to remember some of the things he did. He's funny. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. Uh, more phone calls coming up. And uh, let me see. Anything else I need to mention here? I uh, gave you all the information. I guess Julio Jones is still on the market. I, I would still think this would be great if you the Packers said, hey, we'll take Julio Jones. We'll give you Jordan Love. Now, if I'm the if I'm the Falcons, and it's not real, you got to get you know you're trying to get salaries to match up here to make sense. But if you're Atlanta and you're going to trade Julio Jones, you must get a defensive starter back. They can add Kyle Pitts. It's not going to matter. That just means they'll lose forty two to thirty five. They have no their defense is what needs improvement, but you're they can't pass up Kyle Pitts. It doesn't seem like. But if I if you said, hey, we'll trade Julio Jones to the Bears, we want who's a defensive player that uh, you could get? Ooh. Their like guys a, are younger. Like a good pass rusher. Yeah. Like uh, a Chandler Jones. I, I don't even know if he's healthier. Well, can I get the Bears star defensive player? Mac? Khalil Mack? Yeah. Rupon. No. For Julio Jones? No, Jones is old for a receiver. Well, he's thirty-two. Matt? Yeah, that's kind of old. I think. Okay, I don't know, but if but if I'm if I'm Atlanta, I gotta get a impact defensive player, and then I would consider trading Julio Jones. Yeah, McClellan. What about um, why not just a draft pick and then draft somebody? But it, you couldn't get a first rounder for him, could you? Because of the age and the money. Well, I think if you're going to draft Kyle Pitts, like it's weird because the Falcons have to decide. Are you playing this season, like playing to win this season? And if not, then I would trade Julio Jones. And and I would consider drafting Matt Ryan's successor. But, you know, they, they got to kind of figure out, because Kyle Pitts helps you right now. But if you want to start thinking about, let me get that rookie contract in there, then this is the way I would go. Like, But I, I don't know if Atlanta knows, you know, if it's now or it's next year. Yeah, McLovin. No, what I would love if somebody traded up and took Justin Fields, meaning four pies for Seton O'Connor. <laughs> so recap the bet here, just in case okay. people are tuning in. You know, let me take a break. We we have a pie to the face that uh, includes where Justin Fields goes in the draft and uh, an interesting Baker Mayfield Jr. the third story. We have that for you coming up. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is. Year-round, listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan and see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, let me recap the bet that Seton and McLovin have. I mean, if you're looking for a reason to watch the NFL draft, we are going to give you another reason to watch the NFL draft. And this is where Justin Fields will be selected. McLovin, the over-under is pick eight and a half. Right. So if he goes eight, then Seton gets one pie. And if he goes nine, then I get one pie. And if he goes 15... I'll get uh, six pies. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Todd. And if the Buccaneers take him at the end of the first round, that would be 24 pies for McLovin. Chris Sims had him in the mock draft at going 32. My thinking is 10 pies. You've got to explain this, Todd. People aren't, you know, they might be just joining us. That's very true. Thank you, Todd. Isn't 10 pies just the same as one pie? Once you get a pie on your face, 
it's all the same. That's why I'm not worried about the downside. But 24 pies is a bit daunting. I think if it's over 10 pies, then we have to stretch it out to two days. But Seton doesn't have the same stakes because it's eight picks. It can't go over 10 pies. And that's why it's a fun bet. Yeah. I mean, you made the bet. kind of the way it works when you make these bets, Andrew. Didn't you say, hey, I'll take 25 <laughs> pies? Yeah, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll spread over two days. Maybe we change it to, uh, like, uh, if it's 24 pies, maybe we change it to cupcakes or something. It's more of a snowball thing. Or it could be water balloons that we get to throw at you. Mm. Interesting. Put you up against the wall. Um, if he falls to the second round, for example, then he must have secretly <laughs> murdered somebody at some point. Because that would just make, like, they must know something completely strange, right? I, I thought that's probably strange there. He has like 70 touchdowns and four picks in college. Yeah, There's no way he's falling to 30. Now, if something happens to Jimmy Garoppolo before Sunday, do I look at Kyle Shanahan as a suspect here? Like, he's the one that said, we don't know. We don't know if we're going to be alive by Sunday. If he's going to be on the roster. Like, see an accessory here? <laughs> oh, That gives new meaning to dead salary cap. Wow. Yes, Pauline. What was the biggest fall of a quarterback, like in the draft, where they're expected to be picked? Well, Rodgers would have gone one, and right. he went at the end of the first round. Remember Geno Smith Gino fell? Smith. <laughs> he was rumored to go pretty high for a little while. And The tough part about Geno Smith is he was in the building and the first round ended. Yeah, see you day two, bud. No, no, he left. He, left. he did? Yeah, yeah, he left. He went across the street where he was staying. <laughs> and when he realized he wasn't going to be taken and like, hey, I'm out of here. I'm not sticking around. I mean, Rodgers had to sit there and just wait and wait and wait. Yes, yeah. McLovin. Yeah, I'm just thinking of famous green room followers. I feel like Brady Quinn might have been in the Brady green room. Brady Quinn was long pretty time. tough, too. Yeah, pretty tough. And then, I, you know, it's one thing to be in there if it's just your girlfriend, because that's there for posterity. If she doesn't end up being your wife, but you're there with your girlfriend, your wife has to see that every time. Oh, there you are with Sally. Yeah, Paul. Rogers was on to a second girlfriend by the time he was picked. <laughs> he broke it up with her and found a new girl in New York. Baker Mayfield Jr. the third is doubling down on UFOs. In the offseason, he's talked about uh, everything that he's doing. Uh, you know, he's been working out. He is uh, getting a guaranteed $18 million uh, salary and a close encounter that he won't forget. He said he saw a UFO and nothing has changed his mind. He says, I'm a firm believer in UFOs and Sasquatch. He said this uh, on Monday. In a Zoom call with reporters, it's real. I saw it. I'm glad the Navy finally confirmed some more pictures. Now everybody doesn't think I'm as crazy. I believe. Okay. Uh, you know, the Sasquatch I have a little bit of a problem with. It's like the Loch Ness Monster. Having been to Loch Ness, and, and you realize just the lake itself, the depth of the uh, lake, and how dark the water is. That you could create a mist. I mean, they created a tourist attraction. Do I think Nessie is alive there? I do not. I don't think Sasquatch is alive. But I do think there are UFOs. I get that. Um, yeah, he says that uh, he has no problem believing in UFOs. The yeah. definition of Sasquatch, they said, a.k.a. Bigfoot, a large, hairy, ape-like creature resembling a Yeti, supposedly found <laughs> in northwestern America. <laughs> okay. Does anybody believe in Sasquatch? 
Yes, Tom. I'm not getting to believe in him. Okay. I won't believe okay. in UFOs. <laughs> Do anybody believe in Loch Ness Monster? Yeah. And, the, and there's only one, like, the, the picture is always so grainy. Like, the, whatever camera was being used with, with Sasquatch, the resolution's horrible. And they must have used the same camera with Loch Ness Monster. Because nobody has any vibrant pictures of Sasquatch, Loch Ness Monster. But I have been to Loch Ness, and uh, I could see where you could feel like there could be something lurking, you know, down in the uh, the depths there of the lake. Yeah, Paul. But UFOs are always spotted over like Parump, Nevada, never Chicago. <laughs> it's never like, hey, look, three three million people in Chicago saw you in a UFO. It's always why a little town in Arizona. Yeah, Goodyear. Yeah, it's it's Tom and Debbie are driving around, uh, you know, looking at the stars, and they see a UFO. It's it's never a group of people, a large group of people with great cameras and, yeah. and quality, a lot of megapixels. Tim Kawakami of The Athletic, he uh, says that uh, Kyle Shanahan would never, ever, 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 ever take Lamar Jackson. He thinks Drew Brees is ideal. So he says, you want somebody like Brees? And if he could run like Lamar, that'd be great. Guess who Shanahan is taking? The guy who's like Drew Brees. Tim Kawakami with the tweet. Coming up, more phone calls. It'll be the final hour on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danette, Stan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.